In the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and we are, we are getting this thing formulated just right, um, and getting ready to do it um, in a way where um, our viewers and listeners around the world and those close can be able to um, receive something um, special and good from the Lord. Um, Heaven's Harvest Ministries, I, I'm hoping that we're communicating with you and providing everything necessary for your spirit. And your health and your life. We're still coming on probably around 1130 to do a Zoom class as well um, concerning building momentum. And we're looking forward um, to that. Uh, this is this is a powerful morning. We still want you to be encouraged. We want you to um, stay strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And I'm going to tell you, if you're down here, if you're down here in Atlanta, Georgia, I'm in Peachtree City. And it's cold out there. Uh, we got some some abnormal weather here, and 33 degrees out here where we at. And I know up in the north they're getting a ton of snow, and our family members in Michigan and Ohio and and those places they're getting a lot of snow. But we're thankful um, that they're getting it. In the name of Jesus, we love snow here. We just want them to put it on delay to around Christmas. It'll be really nice the week of Christmas. Um, land three days before Christmas, go away a day after, and that'll be the exciting thing. Um, but on this morning, we just want to um, encourage you about some things. And but we just had a a good um, word and um, talking to the engineer this morning. And we was talking about words and we was talking about where we're from. We were talking about um, life and what we're taught and how we see God. And what we believed in at one point in time of life and found out it was just called sin and, and and us just laughing about some things. But on this morning, we're talking about the worth, the worth of your words, the worth of what you say and life and death is in the power of the tongue. And is there a worth in what I'm saying? Are my words covenant or am I, are my words contract? Um, and wondering what is the difference between a covenant word and a contractual word, and what do they morally carry? Um, and can I be trusted in my word? Now, here's going to be the struggle about a trust in your word and the worth of your word. Um, everybody should have the same say-so about your word, and I'm trying to work on that personally, that if you say something, you're trying to do something, you will get it done. You know, some people don't want to deal with that, amen, because they're busy and other things and the timetable placed upon them, amen, in their pursuit of things, but is the words that are coming out of your mouth stable? Are the words that are coming out of your mouth 
um, covenant. And um, when you start looking at it, um, you start realizing that that covenant is agreement. When it comes out of your mouth, it becomes an agreement. When you talk about it, you either in agreement with the Lord. And sometimes we just think about it as the relationship portion and never look at, am I in covenant and um, in covenant with my language with God? Is, um, is my relationship with God a covenant word that God can trust what I say as well? Amen. And when you start looking at the covenants of the word of God, we keep thinking of a covenant um, just to be in a place of the agreement between you and God. But that's also between you and God's people, having a covenant with people and making your word good with individuals. And I don't know. We're in a new day. Um, it's in a new day between text messaging and, and phones and things. In the old time, um, you could sort of like, um, you knew if a person called you or not because you're either your phone rung or it didn't. Uh, and now there's so many means. I text you, oh, it didn't get through. Oh, I was trying to reach you. Oh, that didn't make it through. Hey, I, hey, I'm gonna surprise you and try to, you know, I'm mean, that's that one I, I think just gets under my skin. We, I'm gonna surprise you and just show up. That that leaves them with no commitment and no covenant to anything. Um, so we start looking at is that covenant or is it a moral element? Um, are the words that are coming out of my mouth um, are they words of worth? Are they words of covenant? Are they words of contract? And so when you say contract, you're thinking of words. Um, that are law lawfully binding, which means the law can reinforce the element of those words. The law can reinforce what's said. The law can reinforce the agreement, verbal or or written. The law could um, force the agreement, and it's something when you look at a covenant word separate from a contractual word. Because sometimes we hold to the contractual word more than we hold to the covenant because we're we're lawfully binding, and there's a punishment by finance or a punishment by reputation but it's amazing when it comes to a covenant word that's just bearing um let's say trust um that covenant word sometimes we'll break the trust of god and the trust of people um just by not realizing the, the worth of the covenant that we said because we flippantly throw words these days so so just oh my god with no heart between one another I'm working on that myself. You know, I'm trying to be better than just telling people I call you back and, and you know, have no intention or or I'm going to get back with you with no intention or, hey, I can't wait to see you. What you got going with with really no intention? There's no covenant in the heart, no contract in the spirit um, and because there's nothing binding nor there is morality to keep that word. Because circumstances ain't changing that much, but I'm gonna tell you, um, my son said it best. My young, my young lad, um, because now he's learning life. He's 14. He's about to be 15 this week coming, and and he's seeing life as it is. So now he's becoming in a place now where he's starting to evaluate what is distributed, and it's something powerful when you hear him. Um, go uh daddy if something is already spoken how did something get in front of that and you know it was a touching moment to my heart that if you've already made the covenant what got in front of the covenant that was already made what what but i told him i, I had to be honest with him you know i know everybody we are critiquing world now which is good i mean i allow dialogue to continue i told him sometime it changes not by circumstance. 
it changes by importance. You might consider that individual not as important as what's going on. So that becomes stronger and supersedes what's there. And he went, that's not good. And I said, that's true, but that's the reality. That's what we're talking about. Um, because I was trying to put in his heart as he get older that when he makes a covenant, there's not new covenants that break that covenant just because something came up or just because something happened or just because something was brought to the table new. And we have to start understanding, that: do we carry worth in our words? Do we carry worth in our covenants? Or are we only good with contractual words? Are we only good with legalism? Are we only sound by the clauses of that contract? And, and man, because the same soundness we should have in contractual word and the contractual agreements and mortgage agreements and job agreements should be the same worth of words we should have for covenants and 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 that covenant um being um that i spoke this to you so this is what i hold to you um this is but but it's so easy now you don't have to deal with individuals you just block them you know you don't have to face issues you just run from it or you just block it or you know you can do privacy and not have to face any issues that are um pertinent to you and then there's folks that just won't hold you to it you gotta have some people around you i know we like quoting word and i know we like quoting um proverbs and all of that and we like talking about iron sharpening iron but it talks about the continents of a friend and you have to have somebody around you that hold you to the worth of your words and help you identify your worth and what comes out of your mouth because life and death what is in the power of the tongue and it does the bible is so powerful it says what defiles you is what come out of your mouth what gets you in trouble is the covenants that you state or the contractual levels that you state in so many ways that you are not able to fulfill. And sometimes, if we're just honest, we're not trying to fulfill them. We're not. Uh, what we do is we are able, amen, to exclude by the pressure um, of an expansion of social media and all of these other things. So we don't have to hold our word. We don't have to hold what we said. We don't have to hold um, the, the agreement that's left in the air. But can I remind all of us of something? Amen. Without proper exchange of words, that agreement is still on the books of God. When it came out of your mouth, it's still on the books of God. You are still held to that word and that word becoming uh own life because you spoke them. So if the speaking of contractual words can be kept, the speaking of uh-oh, uh-oh, of covenant words can be kept. And we have to really start to consider in our lives that um, people around us who love us and people around us who count on your word being good, who count on the element of truth, we have to start realizing that my word to them, my covenant to them, amen, is my God morality to their world. Amen. So how are they going to believe if I can't keep my word? How are they going to believe if I can't keep what I said? How are they going to believe in God and I don't keep anything? How are, I, how are they going to believe in God and follow me in Christ and believe what I'm saying in God? 
Because the world, oh my goodness, because the world stamps you does not mean you are stamped with God. And we struggle with that because we are fighting so hard to be prominent and find our place uh, in the higher paradigm of life to where we will say that we are being treated away while we're treating others with the same way we claim we're being treated. People don't keep their word with me. Well, you don't keep your word with people. So is a man. Mm, so is he. Amen. So you're getting a lot back uh, what you are distributing. And you have to start looking at, well, wait a minute. If a, if a covenant, um, new or old, by deed of law or by grace, is given unto men, you have to do the same. And you have to be a covenant bearer that starts to say, all of my word must be kept or unless I'm against God's law in Colossians 3 and 9. He said, lie ye not one to another. Um, so th that's a lie then. Once the covenant is broken with the intent of evil or the covenant is spoken without the intent of keeping it, then you are lying to your brother and, and sister. And you, Ecclesiastes said, you should not even make a vow that you have no intention of keeping. And once you have no intention of keeping, it doesn't matter what you sing. It doesn't matter what you preach. It don't matter who your circle is. You are still a liar. Maybe I went a little far. <laughs> the, engineer, the engineer said, no, you didn't. Because what we have to do is we have to clean up our act of our covenants. We have to, I'm going to try it again. We have to clean up our act of our covenants and let our covenants become stronger than our yay or yay and our nays or nay. And our amen, our amen. Because if we're not careful, saints of God and people around the world, all of our covenants will be based upon the better deal. Uh-oh, uh-oh, the new deal, the better deal. I'm in it with you till there's a better deal. I'm with you until there's something better coming along. I agree with you until something better is called upon me. I'm with you until something better is in my ear. I'm with you until something is greater in my ear. And then what we have to understand at that point is that once you are considered a phenomenal liar, that's what you are. Did I, did I go too far? Amen. Um, because at that particular point, um, it doesn't matter how many other people you deceive. That, that doesn't neglect that one individual you keep lying to. That It doesn't neglect that one individual you keep saying, I got you. I got your back. I'll be there. I'm going to support you. I, I'm going to support what you do. And then you consistently lie because of the presentation you give others. Somewhere in there, you have to perfect the truth and put some powerful worth on your words. Because the Bible says that your words have power. You can speak those things and bring them into existence. And if you're not careful, your worth will only be the worth on the back of individuals you consider having no worth which means you are constantly, if you think they're nothing, you will put them to the back burner at your choice. And the Bible still said, lie ye not one to another. Well, today, let's look at the worth of your words. Ask yourself, do I have worth on my words? Are they powerful? Do I keep them? Are they sound? Are they loving? Are they strong? Do I uplift people? Do I carry the words of of excellence? Do I carry the words of power? 
Do I uphold? See, you can always feel good if you uphold the individuals you like. The Bible said there's no use for that. He said the power is not until you love your enemies. Do I lift up those who are downtrodden and fallen? It's one of those things where you say, man, I'm not fooling with them because they're not. Uh, well, where's your words to lift them up to so they can become on your level? Or maybe they can become in a place. Hey, man, I find it interesting uh, that we find ourselves in a place as pastors and preachers in body of Christ. And I leave you with this powerful note. It is something to accuse the downtrodden of the inability to lift up while you're preaching, and that's your responsibility. I just put a lot on that text and a weight on the top of it. If it's your responsibility to lift up, to mm, mm, you have to find the words that will lift, hold, and keep and carry because you can only last so much. Because once that covenant becomes a lie, your world is not true. Put some worth on your words. I call you blessed today. And may God strengthen you and may God keep you. All right? Y'all take care. In Jesus' name.